Hey everybody and welcome back to another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works post-game show. This is Chuck Smith and we are coming to you right on the heels of Germany's 1-0 victory over Romania. It was yet another solid showing for the Germans as they handled business in Bucharest in taking down Romania. Uh, it was a workmanlike effort for the Germans. There wasn't much spectacular, not a lot of scoring. Uh, didn't really feel like they were really under that much of a threat at all during the contest. And, you know, it was one of those games where Germany knew it just needed to get out of there with a win. They were a little banged up and they went in and took care of business. So let's just take a quick look at the game summary for the match. And as you can imagine, there was not a whole lot to talk about in terms of scoring. Uh, the 17 minute mark of the first half, we saw what was the game's only goal start with a nice long lofted pass from Antonio Rudiger uh, down the right side, actually went across the field to the right side to Kai Havertz. Uh, Havertz handled the ball nicely, took a couple of dribbles and sent the ball across to Serge Gnabry who deposited the ball home. Of course, that was the game's only goal, but it was really, really some nice work there from both Rudiger and Havertz to set up Gnabry who deftly finished it off. Uh, from that point, it was really just about Germany's, I don't want to say dominance because I felt like there were some flashes of Romania doing things well, but uh, Germany just kind of handled everything that came their way. Uh, they just could not put that second or third or fourth goal into the net, and they did have some opportunities. Uh, we saw Joshua Kimmich hit the crossbar. We saw Serge Gnabry from close range. Uh, Ilkay, Ilkay Gundogan had another opportunity. Timo Werner came on as a substitute and had an opportunity. Uh, it just was not Germany's game in terms of goal scoring, but in reality, they really didn't need to. Uh, Romania just did not offer much in terms of a threat. And, you know, it's it was one of those games where you look at the overall talent and depth on a team and you really shouldn't... Uh, be shocked at anything really with Germany's effort in this one. Uh, you know, there were a lot of questions coming into it, and I think that uh, the injury situation with a couple of the players probably played into the hands of Romania a bit to start the game, but uh, you really couldn't see any effects of anything with either Leroy Sane or Leon Goretzka. Both players actually looked fairly well and did not look like they were bothered at all by the injuries that they entered the game with. Of course, for Sané, it was a hamstring injury, while Leon Goretzka had a calf injury. It was actually a, a very curious move to see that uh, Yogi Love was going to start either player, just because of how important they are to Bayern. And, uh, you know, the fact that they were just even a little banged up in a game against Romania... I personally thought they would be held out, but that did not happen. So I think what we will see after this game, uh, heading into the North Macedonia game, is that players like Goretzka, uh, Sané, perhaps Joshua Kimmich, they'll probably be held out, maybe even Serge Canabry as well. Obviously, North Macedonia is not one of the powerhouse teams within this group, so could be a good opportunity for Yogi Love to work in some of his younger players or just some players who haven't gained that much experience on the international level. I would anticipate that we see the debut of Florian Wirtz in that game, but you never know with Yogi Love. He has done some crazy things over the years. Uh, hopefully he approaches this game in a way that he could rest some of those 
veteran or more experienced players and and you know maximize his bench for that game and or use some of the younger players that he has and and that would include Bayern Munich's own Jamal Musiala as well but just to to kind of take a step back and and before we really start to to dive too much into looking ahead uh, I don't want to just gloss over the fact that it was a nice win for Germany was it dominant not in the sense of uh, scoring goals or just controlling 90% of play. I mean, no. I mean, Germany was very good, but Romania did have its moments. Uh, I just did not think that at any point Germany was under a major threat. It didn't mean that Romania didn't have good chances. It just means that, I mean, every time Romania either had a break or they caught uh, an opportunity to rip off a shot, I just didn't feel like it was that Manuel Neuer was going to be threatened in any in any way. So um, <clears throat> from that standpoint, I think that it was a really, really solid effort for Germany. And again, a lot of fans might not be happy. Some fans might have thought the game was boring, but I, I didn't feel like that. I felt like Germany throughout the game really did try and be creative offensively. I felt like that they had a hunger for goal. Uh, the balls just didn't go in today. And, and sometimes that happens. But the key in a game like this is that you still go out and you win the game even when you're not at your best when it comes to finishing. And Germany certainly did that. This was another example that they have made some steps in progress from where they were last fall. And I know my guy, Marcus Iredal, is probably patting himself on the back because he has been Yogi Love's primary, uh, maybe only supporter these days. And Marcus uh, has been touting love and has been touting that Germany is headed on the right path and things aren't as bad as everybody says. Uh, and, and maybe Marcus is right. Maybe things are not that bad. But, you know, um, you know, we'll look at this with a little different perspective. I think you have to look at the competition. Obviously, this is these last two games against Iceland and Romania have not been Spain or Portugal or England or France or Croatia. You know, it's been Iceland and Romania. So. The good thing is Germany has taken care of business like it should have. Uh, the bad thing is it might not have been in such a dominant fashion as you would like to see in terms of the scoreboard. And again, through two games, was Germany really threatened by Iceland or Romania? I don't think so. Uh, but I think some fans would probably prefer they scored, I don't know, six or seven goals over the course of these two games rather than than four. So uh, it, it's all relative. Germany is is playing well, playing much better than they were. But we'll have to see what they look like come time for the Euros when the competition heats up, when the teams are better, and frankly, when the roster could look a little differently as well. So we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if Yogi Love looks at this roster and maybe has some second thoughts about all of the talk about bringing Thomas Muller or Jerome Boateng back. Now, personally, I think uh, that... You know the the threesome of Muller, Boateng, and Mats Hummels probably all deserve to come back. I think that there are some things going on defensively that uh, right now <laughs> could probably be exposed by a much better team. I, I really like the way that Lucas Klosterman has played as a right back here. I think he he brings speed, he brings some offensive awareness, and I, I think he's been very good defending. Uh, Antonio Ruger has been has been decent. I mean, he's prone to mistakes, but he's been decent as well. Uh, Matthias Ginter and Emery Chan, I they've been good, but not necessarily probably the caliber of player that you're going to need 
when you get into that group of death in the euros. So it, it'll be it'll be very fascinating uh, to see what happens with the roster once we get past this round of uh, at least this set of games for the FIFA qualifiers. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I think what Yogi Love is seeing right now is that this current core group of Germans that he has is very good. And by core group, you, you're talking about the Bayern players on the roster. You're talking about Ilkay Gundogan. You know, you're talking about Timo Werner and Kai Havertz. Um, <clears throat> those players are definitely uh, of quality and are, are very, very deserving of, of their spots on the roster. You know, can Yogi Love work in Thomas Muller, Jerome Boateng, Mats Hummels into that mix and make it work? Can he reintegrate Tony Cruz into the mix when he is healthy? What about Nicholas Sula when he's healthy? Where does he fit into all of this? So um, <clears throat> obviously, you know, with one more game left in the qualifying in this qualifying round of game uh, of contests for the FIFA World Cup qualifiers, we probably will see some of those deeper reserves. But I would anticipate this is the opportunity for those players to really establish themselves and see if they can hang on to one of the final spots on the roster. Uh, it might not be an important game in terms of the outcome. It might not be an important game for some of those already established players. But, you know, for guys like Amin Yunus or Florian Wirtz or maybe maybe even Jamal Musiala, uh, it'll probably give them an opportunity to show that they should be a part of the roster for the Euros. So uh, once again, thanks for joining us. This has been Chuck Smith. You can reach me anytime at the Barrel Blog on Twitter, and you can read our work at Bavarian Football Works every day. Uh, we love having you guys come in and comment. And uh, if you could drop us some some uh, comments on the podcast, we love hearing what you guys have to say about it. We've been trying to do this more consistently and making sure that we're covering all our bases for both Bayern Munich and Germany. So. It was great to be here with you guys once again in, in the wake of yet another Germany victory. Let's see if they can close out uh, this international break with a win over North Macedonia coming up early next week. So thanks a lot for joining us, and we will see you next time.